BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. Today is a very special episode. It's a Halloween special Ooh. edition, Psycho Lover Volume 3. Yes. Oh my God. And I got a guest. It's me. It's me again. Who are you? <laughs> That's from like a movie, isn't it? Uh, I'm April Mendoza, and I'm a filmmaker here at Wild 7 Studios. Yes. So and she has been on the podcast. She's my sister. You've been on multiple times. I've lost track at this point. Yeah. So you are familiar to the listener. If you are new here, Simpin' After Dark is a podcast all about music and lyrics and using those lyrics to help transition into conversations about love and relationships and dating, whether it's toxic shit or healthy shit. Since this is the Psycho Lover edition, we're going to be leaning more into the toxic side. But it's always a little more fun, I think. I don't know. There's lots to talk about. There is lots to talk about. So I had you guys send me stories. I have three that I'm going to be reading. And I'm going to be joining. And, you know, usually I don't because, you know, I like to keep it anonymous. That's why I tell everyone you're going to be anonymous. Because if you're going to be telling me your psycho story or if you went through something crazy or shocking whatever and you want to stay low-key that's cool but um i'm just gonna say my story i i don't care i looked up the, um the statute of limitations and i can't get in trouble <laughs> so are you the psycho or did you date a psycho <laughs> i was a psycho okay. I, I have dealt with psychos but i was like let me put myself on blast here i feel like if i'm gonna put myself if i'm not gonna be anonymous then i don't want to put somebody on blast you know yeah because i feel like people will be able to put details together i don't know <laughs> okay and then maybe if april's feeling ballsy brave or ballsy she'll join in yeah. on the stories probably with a few more sips of this but yeah we got our 
applause here. We've been setting up and just getting into the mood. Today is October 28th, so it's Friday. By the time this drops, it'll be the second. So I hope everybody had a beautiful and spooky and fun Halloween. Hope you dressed up as um, cool, slutty, or funny things, whatever. Yeah. We didn't really dress up here, but we kind of just dressed in black. And yeah, going for like the vampy yeah. kind of look. I don't know. Inspired by like Elvira, you know. Yes. <laughs> Morticia, all the baddies. All I'm excited for Halloween though. I know. So yeah. we're, we've been working on our costumes. I'm going to be Wednesday Adams and Pearl. Hopefully by the time this drops, I have pictures. Hopefully my outfits come together because I'm still kind of last minute gathering, sourcing materials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even know what my second costume is going to be, but my first costume is going to be Marceline from Adventure Time. The Vampire Queen. Yeah, I was out there painting love my it. guitar axe. So. It's Hopefully it all comes together. <laughs> I have faith. I have yes. faith that all our costumes are going to come together. <laughs> Um, yeah, so today, as always, I pick a song. So we are going to be talking about Pink Panthress, which I never have talked about her before. She's a young one. She's 21. She popped Damn. off and got famous on TikTok. I feel like she was one of the original people to pop off on TikTok because now it kind of happens a lot. So I think when it first happened with her, it felt a little bit like industry plant-ish, like the way she just immediately blew up and started like collaborating with bigger artists and having all these articles written about her and just like being in what's an industry plant um i guess people might have different definitions from my understanding of it is kind of an artist that is low-key under a major label but the label tries to push them out there as if they were super indie uh, okay so people speculate that claro was an industry plant oh, yeah. the way she mm -hmm. popped up in like her videos her music videos was just her at like her um laptop with the yeah camera and it was just like you know like super mm -hmm. low res like bedroom pop type thing lo-fi or whatever yeah exactly so i don't know if she is or not i think tiktok was just a really useful tool like it is today it does give a lot of artists a leg up yeah, sometimes you get artists that like aren't that great and like they have a little snippet and you check out the rest of the song or their other music and it's like not that great but yeah. like pink panthers is dope so whether she is or not, I fuck with it. I love the name, Pink Panther. Right? It's super cute. And I've definitely listened to her music probably because of you, but also from TikTok. But, I mean, I just, I'm bad with names. Yeah. Specifically in the music scene, so I'm always like, who? Who? <laughs> oh, yeah, she but had a lot it. of songs trending on TikTok. So yeah. we're going to be talking about Pain and Just For Me from her debut mixtape, To Hell With It which dropped last year, I think in October, actually. Nice. Oh, very on brand. Yeah, Somehow exactly. It. So it's been about a year since she dropped it. Sick. I think it's like 12 songs. They're all really great. They're all really cohesive for being a mixtape. She was still very intentional about it. She uses a lot of samples. I actually, earlier when we were setting up and I was playing Linkin Park, it's because I was looking mm. at like the Apple Music, like oh. behind the artist mm -hmm. thing. And one of her songs, uh, Last Valentine, Apparently, the guitar loop sample is from the Linkin Park song Forgotten from the Hybrid Theory album. And Chester Bennington is actually credited in the writing credit. So I was like, oh, that's oh, nice. R.I.P. So fucking un legend. Unlike Olivia Rodrigo and um, Haley Williams from Paramore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I heard, so side note, but I heard Haley Williams um, played that song at her recent concert. <laughs> yeah. Really? Olivia yeah. Rodrigo's? Yeah. 
And just to kind of show, like, yep, you know. Interesting. <laughs> Speaking of Haley Williams, um, my FYP recently has just been all Paramore. Oh, like, yeah. They've been touring. So yes. it's just, like, everything. I'm, She's like, living for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, them singing. Her. Well, her singing Decode. And all I wanted was <sighs> you so for the first time. Like, everything is amazing. But there was a video where she actually brought Pink Panthers up on stage oh, to perform did? Misery Business with her, just, like, a little oh, part of shit. it. Oh, shit. She's so cute. I, I love her. I want to see her in concert so bad. She's one of, like, Paramore? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have to go well, for then, sure yeah. um, if they are ever in L.A. Sorry. I yeah. I saw that she was, like, um, doing, like, a crip walk or something on stage. Oh, I know. Everyone was like, what the <laughs> hell? I love it. <laughs> and then I was looking at the comments, and people were like, yeah, like, that was an era where, like, emo was super into, like, rap and hip-hop. And mm -hmm. I remember, like, Pop Goes Crunk and all that oh, shit. Yeah. So oh that was gosh. definitely, like, a crossover era. But also, I heard that, like, one of her neighbors, who's, like, an NBA star now, um, taught her how to crip walk. I forgot where she grew up or whatever, but, like... Who? Do you remember? I don't know their name. I don't know the name. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny and random. Yeah, I've had but... names in general, so... Sports, music, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, we love Haley yeah. Williams, Hayley a freaking Williams iconic, legendary vocalist of our generation. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Pink Panthers, her vocals are a lot more low-key, but they are so beautiful. She uses a lot of, like, UK garage breakbeat samples, and her music is very bedroom poppy. If you haven't checked her out, check her out. She's pretty big now. I actually was looking when I was, like, looking for the clips to play. There was a Rolling Stone video, like, interview, I guess, like, an artist on artist, musician on musician type thing, her and Kate Trinata. And the title said, like, uh, their upcoming collaboration or something like that. So I was like, Ooh, what? I was, like, I trying know. to skim through it to, like, find where they were talking about it. But it was too long. It was, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, sick, yeah. I can't find it. But she also has collaborated with Willow. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she's been oh. collaborating with a lot of people. She, like helps produce a lot of her music i think when she was first blowing up on tiktok she was producing everything so she's really talented she sings she writes she'll like make the beats and all that that's sick yeah yeah i so. love to hear it starting starting one place and ending up somewhere else like yeah like good like for a her lot, a lot of talented people up. do that yeah shout out to the uk they just are pumping out a lot of good artists i feel like yeah lately. so she's from the uk yeah she yeah. has like her little accent it's cute mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so Pain is the intro song from To Hell With It, and uh, Just For Me is, like, track number, I don't even know, but I actually found, the reason I picked those two songs was because on, like, the Apple thing, there is, where is it? Okay. Inspired by the stalkerish theme of Eminem's Stan and the music of Craig David, Just For Me is written about her unhealthy obsession with a crush and is a spiritual successor to her January 2021 song, Pain. Mm. So they're like cousin songs or Stan? related. You know, I don't know who Craig David is, but... Um, I actually, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And I went and listened because I was like, who is Craig David? He yeah. has that song. I forgot what it's called, but it's like... Met her on Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by Wednesday, Thursday, and finally him by Sunday. That sounds like a different Monday. song. Monday. I mean, no. <laughs> a different song from what? I'm thinking of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, you know the one? <laughs> I'm talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wait, no. Are you talking about Eminem? No. Okay. Never mind. No. Um, <laughs> He actually has a few songs. I was listening to his Spotify, like the top, like, most played songs 
and he had a lot of bops. He's like from earlier 2000s, I think. I, I'm not sure if he still makes music. I didn't check. Okay. But that's his most popular song. So I'll play it later. You'll I probably see. recognize it. Like, I for sure immediately was like, oh my God, I remember this. And well, like, I remember Eminem's Stan. So. That Iconic. song is crazy. <laughs> I know. I literally remember when the video was playing on MTV nonstop. Like, it was so good. Yeah. Which is definitely stalkerish vibes. I actually, one of the stories sent in was kind of about like a stalker. So. Oh, kind of little that must be so here. terrifying yeah yeah so the song um just for me more specifically is about being obsessed with someone and i didn't even catch it the first few times i heard the song it's one of those where you don't it kind of reminds me of that song where it's like um every step you yeah take. Okay, that's like the <laughs> ultimate stalker theme song every move you make. Make. yeah every breath Oh, I forgot the words. Never I'll be watching you. And at first you listen to it, and you're like, oh, you're like, so oh, sweet. It's a guardian angel or something. I know. Or like, I don't know, like somebody that loves you. And then you really look at the lyrics, really think yeah. about it. You're like, oh, It's fuck. Like, a, like a glass crashing or shattering in your head moment. Yes, you can't unhear like, it. You can't unlearn that. Very fucking creepy vibes. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> exactly. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, so let me play a clip of both. No, just the first song, which is Pain, and then we'll get into some of the lyrics. good so she said this was one of her first songs to really pop up pop off on tiktok um pretty sure yeah there was like a lot of songs uh, that were on this mixtape that popped off on tiktok i feel like they probably all were at some point but um even like verse one immediately she's like it's eight o'clock in the morning now i'm entering my bed had a few dreams about you i can't tell you what we did I expected to see you on your morning run again. I know I shouldn't be watching because every time I feel the pain. <laughs> on your morning run? Oh, my God. Like, creepy vibes Like, I wonder already. if she just date, she dated her neighbor, probably. Right? I don't know. Maybe. I was reading something <laughs> else where it was like, oh, these are all, like, based on fictitious scenarios. I'm like, yeah, sure. You just don't want to admit he was a creep. I mean, it's she's not that young, crazy to, to, like, put yourself in that kind of situation. Like. I could see myself doing that when I was, like, younger. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's 21, so, like, even if she was, like, remembering shit from high school, I feel like, you know, we all did it. This is not a gender-specific thing, like, being a creep or being obsessed. Like, I feel like I definitely... Obsessed, yeah. I feel like I've definitely manifested, like, people in my life, a.k.a., like, obsessed and made it happen. Like, because I'd be in love with a guy, yeah. and I'd be like, I need to have him, and I would just put everything into effect. That's true. Me too. Like, not in, like, a super creepy way, because, like, I guess there's a trend on TikTok right now. I just saw some screenshots where girls are, like, spilling how they got their man, kind of what we're talking about, but they're like, oh, I saw that he 
I don't even remember what the stories were, but it was like really weird where they would be like, I'd play like the song that he likes in the background with stories to make him <laughs> interact with me. And then like, oh, this one oh, girl was yeah. like, I was bad at math and then I knew he was a tutor. So my mom paid him $40 an hour to hang out with me. And then I passed the exam and now we're dating for two years later. What is this later. mean girls? Like, <laughs> yeah, just like hardcore, just like busting out all the maneuvers to fool a man. Like, do I, love that, I love that? that the mom got involved. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like that moms are down for that for sure. No, I don't think so. No? You well, wouldn't I mean, enable that? Well, if you're bad at math and you needed a tutor, it may as well be someone exactly. you like, right? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if your daughter comes to you and she's like, Mom, help. I need you like to do this plan for I feel me. like our mom would be like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, don't chase. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I feel like she was always telling us that, like, we choose. Mm -hmm. Like, we shouldn't be chosen. You know, like, don't settle for just because you're chosen. Yeah, but that is so. us choosing, though. Yeah, right. So, like, maybe. maybe that's what, but maybe. I feel like that's how it is. Like, I think women low-key choose, like, for, like, heterosexual couples, obviously. But I think we like to give the illusion that the guy is picking us because yeah. they want to feel that way. But at the end of the day, like, they can't have us unless we approve. Yeah. So, like, we had our eye on you. We let you make the move. We sent the signal of just, like, sending a vibe your way. Yeah, for sure. You know? I mean, it should be that way. It would yeah. be weird if it was the opposite way. Definitely. Be yeah. a little, uh, I don't know, like, unsolicited and just weird, <laughs> just weird right? Like, yeah. manipulative. Exactly. But who knows? I mean, maybe men be playing tricks on girls all the time, too. Like I think so. And they, and they think that they're choosing. I feel like we talked oh, nice. about that one time, like, the difference with, like, guys and girls and how we use, like, magic, quote-unquote. I can't remember what we said, but I remember it was, like, really good. I was like, oh, damn, that was a thought we just had. <laughs> I wish I remembered. Uh, yeah, wait, no, I, I, my place. I agree. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. 
Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Have you ever done witchcraft on, on a man? To, oh, like, to hell get no. <laughs> hell no. That is too far. And I see that all the time. And I'm like, let's not. If you got to do all that, just let it go, baby. Just let it go. I feel like we as women kind of, like, especially if you're kind of in tune with your witchy side, you do witchy shit sometimes unintentionally or like subtly. I can't really think of like. Was blood magic. Thing. Exactly. That's having sex on your period. That is supposedly very powerful. That I don't think I've ever done that you. with somebody that I wasn't, like, with. Or even, in, I don't even think I have, actually. But very powerful, apparently. Other little things, too, I forget. But going to the extent where you're, like, playing music in the background, I don't know. That, that is very high school, I guess. But you know what? <laughs> that actually reminds me of this one guy that was really trying to get me. I feel like we're talking for, like, a little bit. Oh, God, I know. You're but. talking about <laughs> Like, he would do things like that. I remember, like, when I was, like, I cut things off and, like, he dropped off a gift and sprayed it with his cologne. Like, it smelled so fresh and strong. Like, you could at least let that shit air out, made it more, like, subtle. <sighs> that shit was fresh. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he really did that. Very overt, yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah, just doing little things like that. I feel like, and it's so easy to do on social media. Like, he did a deep dive on everything I've ever posted and yeah. would try to, like, present himself as if those were his same interests. Okay, why does this sound like Joe from you? <laughs> he was very Joe from you. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah, that series kind of paints a really good picture of, like, how stalkerish you can be in today's world with, like, social media. Yeah. And how effective it can be and how it can be perceived as, like, just, like, a successful, like, normal kind of situation. Yeah. Well, do you think it's weird that a lot of girls, like, think Joe is hot? Or do you think that's, like, normal? <laughs> no, I think it's normal. I mean, like, Joe's not a real person, so. Because I think the actor has spoken out and said, like, it's so weird that he's a heartthrob based on, like, the character that character that <laughs> yeah. he is playing. No, I, I think that, like, yeah, yeah, I think all in all it's a little weird, but I think us as, like, as, as an audience, as a society, we tend to love, like, antagonistic characters or the, um, the what is it, the antihero is like yeah. such a heart like a such a powerful thing. We've always loved the antihero. I don't know what it is about it, but I don't know. We love it. I mean, even look at the way that we worship like not necessarily the devil, but like devilish shit. And you know what I mean? Like there's something very attractive about like he's the, the bad about the bad guy <laughs> or the, the underdog. You want to root for him? <laughs> <laughs> there's that plus because <laughs> yeah, technically he's but mixed together. Yes, both of those. Yeah, qualities are attractive for some reason. But then there's like, how far do you go? Because like in the new Dahmer yeah, exactly. show, like, is he still technically like an antihero, or are we just watching a show from the villain's perspective? See, I don't, like, what's I the don't think he's hot in that show. And no. I, the actor, uh, what's his name? Um, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. I think he's he's fine. He's attractive. Yeah. In other shows, but in Dahmer, like, I personally didn't have an attractive attraction not to him in that character yeah no because that character is disgusting and it's based on a real character and that reminds me how we were just talking about from house of the dragon the character kriston kriston kristoff don't ask me about his name i told you about names (laughs) and that series is especially hard to get people's names right i know it's like just there there's three of the same like like, it's crazy like who wrote this (laughs) craig like i don't fucking know renera reneris 
<laughs> fucking Renarian. Yeah, that show is confusing. But okay, so <laughs> that character, or not that character, but Kriston, he's like, you know, uh, what what is like the word is like, like the conve- conventionally attractive? The oh, knight, right, 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 the right. knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, at first he comes on the screen the first couple episodes, like spoiler alert. Um, and he's conventionally attractive. All the girls oh, love yeah. him. And then his He was like a Jon Snow type, you know, like that kind I, of That's what I was like thinking. I was like, mm-hmm. he just seems so like honorable and like he's going to be a good character. And then yeah. he sw- like a uh, switch flipped and he just turned into like major incel vibes. And like literally within a flip of a switch, he turned ugly. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing. Like, do, I don't. Do you think that happens to guys, too? I don't think it does. Uh, where guys can see women as like from hot to not. Yeah, like, based on the personality. Like, if yes. the bitch is fine as fuck, fat ass, yeah. like, juicy titties, you think so? I think it might be a little more superficial, where it's like, oh, they don't, <laughs> maybe I'm just, I don't know, I'm just guessing, but it's like, oh, she doesn't have a cute laugh. You know what I mean? But they'll still hit, though. Well, there's a difference. Are you They're saying, like, will they still hit, or are they mm-hmm. unattracted? Well, if you'll still hit, then you're still attracted to some degree, I think, right? because like i think like for girls i think guys will hit like that's that's my point (laughs) that's my point come on like is there anything a woman can do that it would make a guy not want to fuck her based on like okay for sure personality or something that she does i know we're speaking super general like there's guys out there that like are attracted to intelligent women and it's like you know maybe they meet a girl and it's like oh she's not very intelligent whatever that means or she's mean like, some guys generally, like, maybe don't like mean girls. I think that's a thing, right? I think so. But there's also guys that love mean girls. Yeah, of course. So, it I just don't know. depends. Pe- people can be toxic. It doesn't matter, like, who yeah. you are. Guy, but I'm talking, girl. I guess, specifically about are they still going to hit. Like, if they see the finest woman they've ever seen in their life, and then yeah, she says some pick me shit or like what like they would love a pick me shit maybe I don't know yeah like could could a girl say something that would make them not want to fuck her yeah I think they would because you know I remember that there was an episode where you and Stephanie were talking about this is like a long time ago um, about friends with benefits mm-hmm. and so like that's specifically but they're still fucking yeah. No. Well, okay, it depends. <laughs> what I was going to say is sometimes, like, when you have a friends with benefits or something, you see something in them and you're like, ugh, they're not, they're not really my type. I don't like their political views. I don't like this or that. Yeah. And they still hit it anyway because it keeps them from going further mm-hmm. and falling in love because you're like, yeah, I don't like this one thing about you, so I know I'm not going to fall for you, yeah. but I'm still willing to hit it. So what's the difference? Well, um, that's what I'm saying. Is there anything that a girl could say that a guy would be like, I don't even want to touch her based on just her looks? I'm sure there is. Well, like based on what she says, but if she looks good, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. And like, I know there's girls also that would probably fuck a guy if he was hot enough, if he said some shitty things. But I think majority of girls wouldn't. But I think if you're emotionally intelligent or just in tune with yourself, it's just something inherent. It just happens. Like it's something you can't fight it when somebody just becomes ugly to you like their energy like their face literally transforms like that's what happened with Kriston. like in the blink of an yeah. eye like all the girls are just like ew boo that's true you you know i think <laughs> yeah i saw a tiktok the other day of this french dude or whatever and he was like i went on a date with an american girl 
and it went horribly. And he was just like painting a picture of the date. And he's like, you know, we met up and you know, we went to this nice restaurant. And uh, I ordered, or what did he say? He's like, um, I wanted to order some wine because I think he was flustered. I think like the vibe was kind of weird. And then he's like, let's drink some wine. Like, so we kind of just can get a better vibe. And then the girl said, like, I don't drink wine. Or she I don't drink alcohol. And he was just like, what? And then so they <laughs> went to go order food. And then, you know, they're looking at the menu and stuff. And I guess the girl said, like, I don't do gluten. And then he was like, apparently, I don't, this is probably a fake story, but this is a TikTok. Uh, but he walked out. I mean, maybe Oh, my God. Said. And he was just out. like. I, I can't do this. I'm sorry. And he like walked out, which is like totally fucked up, first of all. But he walked out and he like didn't even tell her bye or he probably just like ghosted her. But he Damn. was just kind of like ex- kind of uh, complaining that because I, I think a lot of French people are this way because they're they can't understand why Americans, specifically like Californians, are so against eating bread and like it's a big part of our diet culture. Because mm-hmm. in in France and like in their culture they love bread carbs in general all gluten but i actually but saw different. something about gluten that. is different in both co- in different countries too so yeah they don't they don't get it but um yeah i think it's fucked up but uh, yeah so there are things that people can say <laughs> to make them end a date early i think yeah you know? well yeah you know it's not like a absolute like every guy but i would say majority guys will still sleep with the girl if she's like so fucking hot, just physically, even if she even she's says repulsive evil. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Versus but will they the majority of women won't. Maybe not. Yeah, exactly. But on the bread thing, I don't know how true this is. I saw something where, like, here in America, when we process our, like, bread or noodles or carb stuff, I don't know, they take out some part of it that helps it digest. Probably. So that's why, like, it makes us, like, gain more weight or more sluggish or Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the, like, logistics behind it. And I wouldn't be surprised. The way that we, like, consume gluten is totally different from the way that people in France would. So yeah. In Europe, in general. Yeah, we're not very healthy here. <laughs> the way everything's made is just, ugh. It's hard. Other it's countries hard. ban, hard. like, crazy ingredients, and they're just like, yeah. you guys can have it here. Like, who cares? I mean, like, you know, we've had bread in, um, I mean, different countries, like, specifically in Switzerland. The bread there was probably the best bread I've ever had in my life. I, I loved just, Switzerland. It's made different. It just really is. You can taste the difference. Yeah, everything's different. The sky is different there. You're in a different world. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's get back to this song. So verse two, uh, basically, she's just sad. Like, it seems like they're over, and she's like, what the hell? But what I love is the part where she's like, la, 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 la. So she just says that a bunch of times, like, during the outro. And I was reading, and in the intro she says it, but I was reading how she said she did that mostly because she had writer's block. Huh. which is so funny but like it works so i love it i think that works yeah. a lot sometimes like there's a lot of songs where people just like say shit or yeah. like they'll scat or whatever right like yeah so i fucking love it yeah um so that's pretty much it it is a short song and then track it is short. Like, there's not a whole lot of lyrics, is there? Not really. No, it's like verse one, verse like, two, and it. like there's not even really a chorus. It's just like but the why refrain, does, the la la la. Why does that song slap so hard? It's so good. It is really. You don't good. need words sometimes. Sometimes the best things are unspoken. And then at the end of the song, there's like a dope switch up where like I don't know, but like a tempo change or it just like drops like in 
keys or like what it is it slows mm-hmm. down it like sounds really dope where it's like yeah i don't fucking know how to explain it yeah but it's tight um and then the cover art is is kind of freaky too no it's super cute it's oh, very it's spooky vibes she's like in front of the house with like a little fence but it's like oh, nighttime yeah. and the lighting is like it right looks like um, like halloween or something mm-hmm that's so cute super cute i was gonna say that like the stalker themes like are super present in halloween because i just rewatched the original halloween um and it's like obviously like you know the, the whole movie is about like or the whole franchise michael myers is all about like mental illness and stuff but like he's a stalker in the first movie like i don't know if you remember like mm-hmm. i mean he, he'll just like follow like the, behind the bushes the outside her school <laughs> yeah like as she walks home and he's just always present like looking at her from outside in and just like always just there and that's like super terrifying as a woman especially yeah so stalkers ain't no joke mm. ain't but no i've never joke. had to deal with the stalker thank god no i'm trying to think like have i <laughs> not really no not yet <laughs> just like harassers like online and shit but yeah that's it. Mm. i guess maybe you could have like online stalkers because then, like, where do we draw the line? Is online stalking a thing? You know how people are like, oh, my God, you were, like, keeping my old post on Instagram. Stalker. Oh. Is that a stalker? Is that really stalker vibes? Your public profile? I mean, I always tell people that I'm stalking their page or whatever. But I'll just tell them. I'm like, oh, I was stalking your page. <laughs> yeah. And I saw that. I mean, like, is it stalking? I guess it depends, like, if it gets obsessive or not. Yeah. And if it's, like, getting to the point. I think it's, like, if you're getting blocked and you're, like, making new accounts to still view their shit, like, you're fucking weird. Yeah, that's that's unsolicited. That's, that's weird. Weird. But if you're not blocked and it's a public profile, then, like, that's free game. Like, it's just, that's, like, public yeah. property. I think you should just always assume that strangers can see your your stuff yeah dude okay you know i've never i've never been private so i've always just kind of been public because i just kind of post like i kind of just don't care i'm pretty careful with what i post yeah but yeah you have to be smart but like have you seen people talking about how like if you get weird like sex bot instagrams in your views on your story that that means that somebody's watching your story through one of those like outside third party watch somebody's instagram story websites you know what i'm talking about where I've showed you guys before, like, how to look at somebody's story without them seeing that you watch their story. Yes, you have showed that. <laughs> it only us. works if it's a public profile. It's really easy. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like some fucking high-tech shit, like I'm um, a fucking cyber security oh IT my yeah. guy, whatever. But it's like hacker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, supposedly people are saying that that shows up as, like, those sex Instagrams where it's like they have like no followers and they just have like one picture and it's like hi my name is lola like check me out do you want to fuck my ass like i don't know oh my god (laughs) it's like one of those yeah so people are saying that's what that means but to me i'm like is it i don't know and also second of all why do you care because people are like oh my god that's what it means somebody's been watching my shit i have some of those like who cares Make your shit yeah. private if you care that much. If your shit's public, you have nothing to hide. Yeah, like, exactly. Why do people care about that? That's what I want to know. Why do you care if somebody is watching your shit through that? The like, only, what does it mean? Unless you're private, because then you really care. Yeah. Like, you have a curated little social media with just your friends. But then, I guess if you're private, then people can't really see your your stories and stuff, right? Yeah, that doesn't even work for private profiles. So yeah, that's why so. I'm saying, like, I don't... People, like, really are, like oh someone's watching me like oh yeah it's i mean like if you're in a public public place and you're 
doing something and people see it, like, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. But I also <laughs> don't even think that that has been proven. Like, people has, have said that they've tried it and that doesn't happen. I think those little sex bots are just random, to be honest. I think people make shit up all the time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. But I've seen so many TikToks talking about that where I'm just like, that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway... Next song, the sister song, Just For Me. Uh, Is it actually the sister song? Well, what she said, like that thing where I was reading, she said it's like the spiritual successor to Pain. So it was like the second single or something like that where it was like Is it almost like an elevated version of it? Or is it on the same? It's kind of the same vibe. I feel like Pain is kind of just her realizing we're done. Like this is ending. Mm. I'm still, you know. I haven't seen you walk by. And then Just For Me is, like, like kind of same. Like, stalker obsession vibes. But maybe this one's, like, instead of a breakup, it's just somebody you're obsessed with. Maybe you aren't even together. I think. I don't know. Let's take a listen yeah. and get into some of these yeah. lyrics. I'll try it, try again one day. You'll see. Your eyes under my pillow, so I sleep. Is it not the same song? I'm dreaming of you drinking roses on my feet. I'm obsessed with you in a way I can't believe. When you wipe your tears, do you wipe them just for me? like a cool no they're similar i think because that's she uses a lot of like uk garage or breakbeats or drum and bass Mm. type samples and loops so definitely similar vibes it's like if you listen to like techno or house music it all kind of has the same beat behind it but it's different like repetitive kind of yeah exactly i like it though i love that song yeah it's really good um verse one she says I found the street of the house in which you stay, and my diary's full of your name on every page. Because I read somewhere you'll fall in love with me. I'll try and try again. One day you'll see. Your hair is under my pillow, so I sleep. And I'm dreaming of you leaving roses at my feet. So he is obsessed, obsessed, okay? Success. I feel like we were, who were we just talking about this with the other day? Where, like, we found, like, initials. Well, I know I had found initials carved in, like, my room. Like recently from when I was in high school. I don't remember if it was like who we were talking to, but yeah, they were like talking about how they found something in the room about when they were young, just writing like your name together. Like, oh, I think I remember who it was, but I'm not going to put them on blast. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. (laughs) No, I've I've done that before. Yeah. So it's definitely more like high school, like vibes. Like that's like the era when... You're, I feel like you're first experiencing emotions like that, and it just can feel so overwhelming. And just Did you like, ever, like, carve initials into, like, your arm? Oh, that would have been <laughs> badass, but I don't think I did. I don't think You I know what? Either. Maybe I did. You know, I, oh, carved a, I carved a heart. You see this? That's what I did. I did that, too. You did? Right here. I used to always draw hearts right here in my hand. That's crazy. Like, I actually created a scar. Like, why are kids so stupid? I remember that that was, like, a trend back in, like, middle school. We used to take, like, pencils. Trigger just, like, warning, <laughs> self-inflicted pain. I don't know. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, even with, like, lighters do, oh to God. do the smiley face. Oh. Just, like, 
sucks. Yeah, I think, man, middle schoolers are metal. We're weird. Metal. <laughs> like, that's why this, like, <laughs> mixtape is so nostalgic. And, like, she even calls her music, like, new nostalgia because she was super inspired by, like, 90s and 2000s music. Her whole, like, aesthetic with everything, the video is very, like, low res, everything. Mm. And it just, like, really takes you back. Because that's, like, you know, we're 90s kids and growing up early 2000s going through, like, puberty. So... Yeah. That was a that was a time kind when of like worst. feelings were just like all encompassing and would make or break you. Did like, she say like crazy. what era? Like this was inspired by? Like what age? Um. Well, she just said nineties, thousands. So, but like for her, so you I said mean, she's twenty one. She's twenty one. So she was like okay. barely younger than me. Years. She was like, born in like two thousand, probably. So how would it be nineties? Yeah, she's just inspired by the 90s. Well, that's okay. Like the music and just the... But I mean like her experience, like her lyrics. It doesn't say like it, when that's No, she just says it's like inspired by fictitious events. Quote, unquote, okay. fictitious. No, like, I'm just kidding. Own up to it. No, I girl. feel it. No. We were all weird. <laughs> I mean, that's very vulnerable. Like, I mean, whenever I write something and like there's always fictitious elements, but there's always truth as well. Has to be you based can't in not truth. have truth. It comes naturally. Yeah, but you know exactly. Um, verse two, she says. Uh, verse two. I followed you today. I was in my car. I wanted to come and see you from afar. If you turned around and saw me, I would die. I'd pretend I was a person driving by. So <laughs> major stalker vibes. Have you ever done a drive by on someone? <laughs> Did I? I feel like. Did you, if I did, you would have been with me. <laughs> I mean, I've been on several ride-alongs, like, like, girls that were, like, come with me, oh. and then ride-alongs, is that what you call them? <laughs> I guess. Not, like, an actual police ride-along, like, a, no, 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 like no. when your friend is, like, <laughs> I want to go spy. I feel like with one of my ex-boyfriends, you went, maybe you went with me. That sounds familiar. Okay. I was, like, I don't know if we actually ended up doing it, but we were just, like, we thought he was cheating or something, which he was. <laughs> But we were like, is he home or not? And because he was just lying. We just had a feeling he was lying. Did we go? Yeah. Was he home? No. <gasps> the lights were off, so I don't know if he was. But oh, damn. He wasn't home. Yeah. But we, we just kind of waited there. I was like, this is lame. Nothing's happening. <laughs> I was like secretly hoping to catch it's him It's like in so act. hype on the way. And then <laughs> yeah. you get there and it's like, there's like, only oh. so much you could do. Like there's either a car there or not. And like, are you really going to get out and like fight somebody? What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. Like if the lights were on and you, cause you can kind of see the bedroom window from like the streets, mm. you know, and then you, like, you see something like, what are you going to do? But it's. I was hoping it'd be a little bit more like, um, like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Waste my time. <laughs> I come outside. I see, bitch. Yeah. Other than that, I think I've been on ride-alongs probably too. Yeah. I've done drive-bys like by myself, like after devastating breakups. I'm like, you have? Yeah. You just go like so by the street? Yeah. <sighs> That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I don't blame you, but that yeah. that's just like. What yeah. if they see you? I've matured. If they <laughs> literally what she said, if you turned around and saw me, I would die. <laughs> I'd pretend I was a person driving by. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my boyfriends, I'll ex boyfriends, like, lived in cul de sacs and stuff. So it's like that. No, you oh, can't do it. That's you can't too do obvious. That. <laughs> yeah, it definitely depends what the living <laughs> sitch <laughs> is. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah. Let's see. Because it's like, what do you expect to get out of that? 
Yeah. Maybe see them? Yeah, honestly. Have you ever been so devastated that, like, you're popping up at places you think they'll be, going to your favorite food places where you think that they might be, going to a party you think they might be to, like, yeah. oh, my God, so pathetic. But. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And then, like, you think they're going to be there, and then you hear that they're not going to be there, and just like, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, secretly, <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> but, but honestly, yeah. like, no, I think you and I were really different growing up, though. Yeah. And, like, no psycho. no shame or anything to any <laughs> of us because there's no right or wrong. But I wasn't really, like, toxic. I think I just dated a lot of toxic people. Because it's all, if it's not you, it's probably them. <laughs> Most likely growing up because that's, like, before you learn, like, emotional intelligence or yeah. how to handle your emotions properly without being weird. Yeah. I think I, like, maybe just, I just never felt like dealing with shit. So I was just, like, eh, drama, eh. Damn. Get it away from me. Like, eh, I don't want it too much. I'm just like, I'm focused on this. You know, leave me alone. Like, That's I don't know. That's dope. It's definitely not worth it. But, like, as much as anyone, like, tells you, whether it's, like, an adult or a friend, like, you're going to do what you do. I feel like you just are who you are. And if you want to do something, like, I feel like doing a fucking drive-by, I'm going to go do a drive-by. Not to kill no, no yeah. one. Not to shoot no one. Just, like, a drive-by and look. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> But yeah. either way, it's not it's not healthy. It's fucking pointless. And if you get caught, that's so embarrassing. What if you're there with a new girl and they both see you and they exactly. laugh at you? Like, that's horrifying. <laughs> that's, like, the worst thing you want to be. That's a nightmare. No, know? thank you. Yeah, so then yeah. the chorus, which I love. She says, I'm obsessed with you in a way I can't believe. When you wipe your tears, do you wipe them just for me? I'm pleading on my knees. It's your touch that I need. Would you wipe them for me? I love Such that line. a bop. That's pretty much what I wanted to talk about, but it's perfect because it leads into a story which we can get into. I don't think I, did I say what I was going to talk about? I don't think I did. Um, So I have three stories. I'm going to talk about one of mine. I have a couple TikToks, I think, and then I have an article that I was going to read last week, but I did not have time for it. So I'm going to read it today. Yeah. Cool. That's the agenda. Let's get into that it. That is the agenda. I love so, stories. I yes. love story time. So I have, you're the first story. Kind of long, but I'm going to just read it. Okay. Okay. Is this anonymous? Anonymous. Okay. So she said, I don't even know where to start. We met back in high school during our freshman year. We didn't date long. It was about a month or so. Okay. So keep that in mind. But this man is still finding ways back into my life. He literally messaged me this morning. Laugh my fucking ass off, okay? So basically, this dude has been obsessed with me. During my senior ball in high school, this dude stalked me and my boyfriend at the time the whole night. Oh, my God, that's so creepy. Damn. Um, he texted me from a mutual friend's phone and wanted to meet up. I ignored the text for weeks. Afterwards, he would still manage to message me from different accounts. Mind you, I blocked him off of everything, like what we were talking about. Like, if you're doing all that, you're doing too much, okay. Um, Until one day I decided to make a whole new IG and forgot to block him off that one. Oh, shit. His girlfriend at the time messaged me and said, he's been stalking my page. And she assumed we were talking, and I told her, no, I have a boyfriend. He's just obsessed. We went back and forth for a bit, and then I realized she was super convinced we did because he told her we did. And I had to get my boyfriend at the time to confirm for me it wasn't true. Fast forward some years later, my boyfriend, so this is like years later, for a guy that she only talked to for a month. 
That's wild. Um, <laughs> my boyfriend that I was with during my senior year was still my boyfriend, and we were seeing The weekend live. And tell me why that same ex decided to message me on Facebook and said, if you see me and my girlfriend at the concert, ignore us. <sighs> this is the same girlfriend that he convinced that we still had a thing. So this is messy. I finally decided to reply and told him, there's too many people attending. Why would I even bother? Fast forward to the day of the concert. I'm sitting in my spot with my boyfriend and something felt super off, like someone was watching me. Tell me why when I look down, I see him straight up staring at me. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? There's no way. How's this happening? I tell my boyfriend and he sees that we're both in disbelief, but continues to enjoy the concert towards the last towards the last song. I felt it again. And now it's his girlfriend looking at us. I was so confused. At one point, I saw her grab him, and it was just awkward. You can just tell she was insecure, and I don't blame her. Fast forward again, like, three years later, this man messaged me again. I'm, like, trying to keep track of how many years all this is. Like, this has got to be, like, five years later by now. Over what? And I replied I shouldn't. And I replied I shouldn't have, but I just wanted to see what he wanted. He told me they broke up and whatever, and then he proceeded to tell me he hasn't gotten over me. I'm honestly surprised just because it's been forever, and we didn't even date for long, and it was never serious, but he literally admitted that he's been stalking me. Laugh my fucking ass off. Like, I give him props for the honesty, but it was just crazy, and at some point, I ended up, I ended things with that ex from high school. We dated for seven years, and apparently he was with that girl for around the same time, so it's been seven years. And we both ended up being single. I can't even lie. I was low-key willing to hang out with him and see what's up. Just because I'm a chismosa. And I love the drama. But girl, no, that was an even bigger mistake on my end. Uh, yeah. Sorry, girl. Because oh then he kissed me and I pulled away. I was like, what the fuck? And he walked off so mad. At some point, we decided to be friends and kind of kill off this weird romantic attachment he had. And it was going good for a bit. But again, I should have known better. He ended up dating this other girl and same shit happens again. He tells her, I don't know what, and she's trying to fight me. I'm over here with a whole new boy at the time. And I'm telling her I don't even want him. It's all him. I sent her screenshots of the convos. And it's him literally saying he didn't want to be with her anymore. And he's begging for my friendship and whatnot. Then she blocked me. I was so irritated in that moment. I decided to call him and tell him off. He's giving me every excuse in the book. And he's like, this is the end. I'm like, no, I told you weeks ago we were no longer cool. And it sort of stopped for half a year. Damn, this is like going on forever. This is the same guy? Yeah. And then again, his ass decided to message me on Facebook and then unsent it. I didn't even know you you could do that. Um, but he messaged me today, like I mentioned earlier, just to tell me he's super sorry and wants to be my friend. And I was right. And yet he's still claiming I was the only girl for him. It's low key sad, but also at his grown ass age, he had no reason to be bringing me high school drama. I'm officially convinced this guy will never get over me. And I'm telling you, me and this guy never had anything serious. I can only imagine what he'll do next. Oh God! There's so much more details to the story, but I had to make it a quick story. LOL. Oh, that's a quick story. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's pretty quick for spanning seven years. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is, like, low-key scary. I told her, be careful. Of course, like, stalker. What the heck? That's insane. Because, like, low-key for an obsession to go on for that long. I thought the, like, the ratio of, like, if you date someone for a month, it takes, like, twice as long to get over them. Or half as long. Or is it half? I think it's half. Yeah. Or maybe it's half. So he should have got over her two weeks. 30 or the 30. I'm bad at math. What the fuck? <laughs> the two week mark. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah. So be Jesus. the fuck careful. Oh my God. That is so scary. And it's also like 
wild, scary thinking about dating a guy that could be secretly obsessed with an ex. They always say, people always say that guys never get over certain girls, that they always have an ex that they're obsessed Honestly, with. Honestly, I hate thinking about too that. too often. I hate it. I hate it. I feel like all of my, I mean, you put, I know you really, most of my exes were that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like my first like real boyfriend he seemed like a really good guy, like traditionally good, like sweet, whatever. And then he, everybody would always kind of tell me, like, you know, like his, his ex-girlfriend, like she's kind of crazy. They would? Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I don't care. And well, because back and they're then just like, just watch out, watch out. Just kind of like kind of insinuating that this guy might still be into her. But I was like, no, like he said he was over her, blah, blah, blah. And they're broken up, even though they're off and on, kind of. Wait, was this, like, his guy friends telling you this? Like, my girlfriends that were, like, mm. everybody was kind of friends. Like, even with the uh, the ex-girlfriend and stuff. You know, it was high school. Everyone was mm. friends. Yeah, and then it turns out that uh, he ended up cheating with her. <laughs> Jesus. Don't go, just don't get with somebody if they're off and on with their ex. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. But that's don't the thing it. is, like, even if don't they're, like, not off and on, what if they're secretly obsessed and, like, not getting over it and trying like this yeah. guy you know that's because i feel like also most of my relationships have involved like exes at some point like some bullshit the only way i'm not saying there's the only way you can avoid it this is the only way i've avoided it is if you are their first girlfriend so you have to be like five <laughs> not five oh I'm just my kidding. gosh in high school or something that's why it's so hard to date as that's the only older, that's the only one is because i was his first girlfriend so i feel like i was probably the girl that he uh. was like in love with for a long time after that and then he finally got over me but it was never weird. It was never weird. Yeah. yeah. No. Yikes. I, I refuse to believe that that's the only way. Yeah. yeah, like, as you get older, you're just, like, you're at our age now. Like, people have had their first girlfriends or second girlfriends or third girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever. And so you've most likely probably had your first love. And it's, like, yeah. it's really hard to get over that first love. I feel like for guys it is. I feel like girls get the fuck over it. Like, we are, like, so sad. But once it's out of our system, like, we're so fucking done with it. Yeah. For some reason, guys, like, well, don't yeah, know if, how if to you, process shit. you do us dirty, it's, like, you're done. At least, yeah, like, if. And yeah. that's that's a good theory, I think. The reason why is because usually girls get done dirty. This is very general, like, generalizing of me, whatever. But I think most of the times... And maybe this is why. If a guy can't get over a girl, it's because he did her dirty and he regrets it. Yeah. Usually. Yes. So that's probably usually why. Yes. Because yes. that always happens. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. hundred percent. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I have two more stories. Let's read one here. I had met my ex when I turned 18 and we started dating right away. And so this relationship lasted six years and it was so abusive, not physically, but emotionally. He was narcissistic. These are the two most psycho things he ever did. He would record me hysterically crying because he wanted proof, in quotations, that I was abusive, but would just keep them in his phone and to watch back on his own time or have me watch them back to teach me some sort of lesson. What the fuck? Wait, of her crying? Yeah. Hysterically. Another thing he would do was blatantly gaslight me to a point I literally thought I was crazy. Once he lifted his fist towards the wall because he was mad that I would not agree to an open relationship. Oh, hell no. As soon as he lifted his fist, I told him to stop because I did not want to hold my wall that I would have to pay for. As soon as I told him to stop, he said, what? I said, you were about to punch a hole into the wall. And he said, no, I wasn't. 
see you aren't well you're starting <gasps> to see shit and oh my starting God. to see shit now and create things in your head you know what's crazy sorry that's just ahead. it's so like common like this conversation feels so common right it's gas i like this is literally i'm like the shit that women go through yeah like, the like, fact I've you heard, see him about to punch before. a wall and instead of being like oh he's about to get abusive and violent you're like i don't want to have to deal with the aftermath of catching up to school or <laughs> yeah. paying for it like god yeah. poor women i wish i could hug all of you um luckily i'm out of that now mental health doing way better and blessed with someone that loves and cares for me so yeah. a happy ending love that for her yeah. last story also i know that she's in a good relationship now so i love that for good. her thank super, god super happy for that but yeah so fucking fucked up and that's called i think reactionary abuse when like narcissists specifically or just people that do this manipulators they will trigger you into reacting like that acting crazy and psycho that way they can turn the blame on you like blame shift and be they're like, just <gasps> pushing oh buttons. my god oh my you're crazy holy shit you're <gasps> Look fucking at psycho yeah yeah so sad <laughs> that's a fucked up bro like but it's also i feel like i've done that to somebody like maybe to like a friend or maybe even to you who knows but i feel like like especially with like like you and me like we probably have pushed each other's buttons so hard to work yeah <laughs> we, we react that way too but no i feel I'm like, like mom does this to me all the time too <laughs> so like we're talking all this shit and then i'll like get pissed and react and then she'll be like <gasps> I like loca. Like, oh <laughs> my god, man! That's not you're right. It's like, you did this to me, <laughs> making me look crazy. Yeah. So you know, everyone can be manipulative, but just I see stories of this dynamic a lot from men. Just statistically, men are more likely to be narcissistic and abusive. So when when I speak in generals, it's just based on the statistics. This does not mean all men. You know, you know, I just had an announcement last episode. Go back and listen if you need a glimpse into my mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. So I'm happy she's out of that. I'm sorry she went through that because that's so fucked up. It literally just drives you crazy. It warps your perception of reality. It yeah. just, yeah, I don't and it's, know. It's scary. It's so sad if like you are, if you get stuck in that relationship for your whole life. It's so hard to get out, like especially later on when you have kids and everything. Boy. And it's like, but it's. I understand why it's so hard to leave. Like when you're dating somebody that's scary like this and they're acting abusive or suggesting abusive behavior, it's terrifying to even think like what's going to happen if I leave. Cause it's like a lot of these kind of narcissistic kind of guys will threaten to kill themselves. Sorry. I'm not allowed to say that. Maybe um. you, you can Okay, just trigger warning. <laughs> Whoops. We try to be nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. This is the TikTok version. They will threaten to unalive themselves. <laughs> that's what that's what people say these days. Or incite violence on you, right? So yeah, it's scary. Or they can be become stalkers. Like yeah, no one wants to deal with that. So sometimes the easiest choice is staying, and that's really sad. So yeah, <sighs> please, if you're in a relationship like this, please get out. Get out. Strong. There are better relationships and better yes. people out there. As you see, most of these stories end with like, and now I'm in a happy, loving relationship. Yeah. Like, we love I think that. Everybody has to go through a toxic relationship to Unfortunately. kind of appreciate like what else can be out there and just like, or just, I don't know, everyone kind of just goes through it. 
it's a numbers game. Um, okay, I forgot what this one was, but let's see. She said, I just finished the recent episode and I love every single one. So glad you are back. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> so my dating horror story is probably the worst date I've been on. This guy was always in my DMs, so I decided to give him a chance. Mistake number one. Sorry. Okay. Um, and he made a reservation at this nice place for sushi and That drinks, sounds nice, right? But so... Well, date is going well. Conversation is flowing, but I just didn't feel any sort of feeling towards him other than friendly vibes. It happens. At the end of the day, he gets the check and he is complaining that it was expensive. Oh, no. (laughs) I was thinking in my head, this man had the opportunity to look at the menu when he made the reservation. Anyways, he then asked me if we could split it. And I very much said no. Nice. told him I left my wallet at home. After the date, I told him I don't think this is going to go anywhere and that I wasn't interested in him anymore. And so he had the nerve to ask me to Venmo him my half of the check. Oh, hell no. Girl, I told his ass no and sent him a request for my wasted time and effort I put <gasps> nice. into the date. <laughs> no way. I fucking love Straight that up. so much. That's boss move. I love it. Oh, so many. I think there's like three points there. So I keep seeing people talk about like, don't give that guy in your DMs that's been begging for a chance a chance i think guys like that i don't know if it's like they're like they might have like suppressed negative feelings for you saying no to them for a long time so then they might want to like take it out on you by just being an asshole or something or like i feel like a lot of guys have this weird delusion in their head like this weird fantasy where like oh this one girl that i want that keeps saying no to me one day she's going to want me, and I'm going to tell that bitch no. Oh, you, tell me why. I was like, I heard a story like this. I saw a TikTok the other day. I don't know if I tagged you in it or not. But um, I think this girl was just kind of, like, telling the story of how she, similar situation. This guy was chasing her for a few years, like, let's say four years or something like that, four or five years. And so then she finally decides to give him a chance. And you would think, you know, he loves her. He'd do anything for her. But the second that they go out on their date, he starts to, like, pull out his phone and call other girls in front of her. Wow. So it was almost like a... It was a humiliation kink thing. I can't believe that you have that much energy to chase a girl for four years and just kind of have, like, a revenge kind of agenda. It's so childish. Like, Like, it's so immature and petty. And also, like, who the hell has time for that, first of all? Yeah. It's like that meme where it's, like... um, who is it? It's like one of those like Disney memes where it's like the freaking bootleg version drawing, you know, and it's <laughs> like the nerd in the corner. And he was like asking out the he asked out a girl and she's like, no, thanks, nerd. And then she goes off with like the gangster, like bad boy. Yeah. And then it's like flash forward to the future. And the nerd guy is like all rich with money. And then the hood rat, you know, is over there pregnant with like a baby <gasps> single mama. And like the guy left her and she's like hey to the nerd and he's like beat it chick stupid (laughs) have you seen that no (laughs) beat it bub i I know a lot of you have seen it so bear with me i hope my explanation was okay i'll show you later because that shit is hilarious but that is a genuine fucking fantasy of these guys that get turned down but there's a difference between being turned down in high school or something and then let's say you come across someone from your high school past or whatever and you're like okay i look good I want to prove that I'm like doing well for myself and they asked me out. L- let me give them let's let's do this date and I'll show them. 
I don't know. Like, I can see that. Yeah. That's, like, a little petty, but, like, when someone is chasing someone, like, actively, like, asking somebody out constantly throughout the years, and yeah. then just decides to kind of sabotage it, and it just doesn't make sense. And I think it also just shows, like, when guys pursue, pursue you that much, it kind of shows the personality, like, they're fucking weird and gross. They're obsessive. Like, they might think it's persistent, but I think it's it's rooted in, like, this obsessive personality that can turn into, like, harassment and, like, stalker yeah. abusive behavior. Because, like, if yeah. you don't know how to take a no, you probably don't give a fuck about consent either. You're just probably an asshole. They and it's more about, yeah. it's, like, about the hunt. Like, once they get you, like, they're not going to treat you good. They didn't chase you because they think you're a queen they chased you because they are not normal they're yeah. unwell it's almost like the more you say no the more they want you yes i think yeah have you heard that like that's like a kink like guy like humiliation kinks like guys that like to be humiliated. i've heard of that yeah i think it could like kind of cross over probably Ew. Yeah, very I don't know. Fucking weird. There's some weirdos out there for sure. But yeah, and then also like asking to split the bill. Like, bro, you <laughs> made the reservation. You knew how much that place was gonna cost. Like, if you don't have the money for that, then find a restaurant with only one money sign symbol instead of two or three, <laughs> three. or four. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? I know that if I'm taking somebody out to sushi, the bill's gonna be a bit pricey. Yeah, because we're probably gonna do all you can eat and some drinks. Yeah, at least I don't but know. But it's like, yeah, don't don't be surprised. Like, what? Did, don't go for somewhere out of your range and this is i say this all the time you need to maintain the energy that you are putting out so like if you are trying to show out with this nice sushi restaurant for his date he's probably gonna expect that like from time to time i'm not saying like every fucking day but like don't show out for your first that's false advertisement if you're only gonna do that the first time just to get someone and then never do that again so don't spend outside of your budget. It doesn't have to be that expensive, but don't yeah. don't try to live above your means, bro, basically. Yeah. And what Definitely. else about that date? No, I don't know, but, like, I went on a date with this dude who, he, like, it impress, impressed me that he did the whole date. Like, he didn't make a reservation, but he took me out, you know, wined and dined me, whatever. And but we ended up hooking up, and guess what? He never did that shit again. <laughs> Like, we still hung out, but it was never, like, fancy uh, dinner. <laughs> I was like, okay, never mind. Like, fuck this. Like, what? Yeah, that's annoying. Like, don't just, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's it's so confusing. Like, guys make no sense because, like, they'll think, like, this guy, like, he thinks that she owes him something because he paid for a date. Because she only likes him as a friend, he's like, well, run me my money back. No, yeah. nobody owes you anything. But, okay, so they have the mentality, I... Wind and dine, I wind and dined you, so you owe me some coochie. But then, if you give them the coochie, then now they already won. They got what they wanted, so then they're not gonna they wind and dine you what again. They paid for. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's just like a money exchange. But then, almost. if you don't give them coochie, then they're mad. But if you do, then yeah, they're because not, like what? I feel like the way that they see it is like it's an investment. I spent this money. I need to energetically get that back yeah. in some way it's gross. and so it's like when you don't then it's like yeah it's gross, weird so. all right well, well, that's funny i can't believe <laughs> she requested the the money as she I should know mariah carey vibes i know i was gonna say someone did that before her yeah i think she literally sued or something for waste, waste of, time. of time or something who was it in canada i love it no uh, 
the other guy, he was like the manager for JLo. That guy, uh, well, but I think he was a manager or something. Okay. He was just an asshole. I feel like his name was Tony. Oh, probably. I, I, I know who you're talking about. That kind of makes sense, though, because, like, yeah. he was kind of in charge of her career, too, mm-hmm. or, like, a big part of that. So maybe he totally did waste her time, like, her career time as well. Yeah, hell yeah. So, like, yeah. like, a date specifically? Like, yeah, I got ready, like. Yeah, like, you want to talk money? I'm like, here. Let's see, how much money did I spend my on this presence, whole outfit? And- my presence is already, you know, I'm matching you what you're doing. I'm here for the experience and to get to know you. I got ready. Like, I could have showed up looking like shit, but that would be rude. Right. That would be rude of me to show like- up looking like shit in sweat with my hair not done, with no makeup on. Yeah. So it's like you spent probably three hours getting ready and then the time at the date and then all the money that you spent like on your lashes or your nails and so it's like yeah of course that doesn't get we're considered. even we're even bro exactly okay, um, good for her yes so time for my story mm. it's really short it's really short have i heard it yeah <laughs> okay but it's a little cycle looking back but you know what it's not <laughs> okay they deserve it one. I know. I so. used to think you're like the most psycho bitch ever. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. I was ahead of my time. <laughs> you needed time to catch up to understand me. No, but uh, then honestly, growing up, I'm just like, I needed to be more like that. You can't win whatever way you are. I know. But um, yeah, so I was like dating this guy one time and we're just like driving. We're like out drinking and his cousin was in the back seat. <laughs> And he started saying some really racist fucking things against Mexicans. And I was drunk. So I'm, like, looking at my boyfriend. I'm, like, I, I don't even, I was, like, I just, like, felt like my blood was boiling. I was, like, is he fucking for real right now? Like, this guy back here? And, like, we're driving. So I hop over the fucking seat and just, like, go crazy, like, start, like, socking this dude, like, decking him everywhere. I'm like, dead. I feel like on the side of the head and his body and his neck and just, like, this. Just, like. Like, fully? Or? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, freaking spider monkey. I don't know. Like, yeah. Going crazy. Oh, and then, like, shit. my boyfriend at the time was just, like, oh, my God. Like, blah. And, like, we had to pull over and shit. Like, I don't remember, like, if he yanked me. I don't remember. Like, I was in the heat of the moment. But then it was just, like, crazy from there. His whole family hated me. That guy's, like, sister, like, wanted to fight me. But, like, that's what y'all get for being fucking racist. Like, that was my first experience really dealing with, like, racism back then. And this is why I'm wary of white men now, okay? Like, this is not all white people. But it's hard with, like, culture differences. And, like, you don't know. Even if you're not racist, like, if you have racist family members and they don't know how to, like, wash their mouth. It could be a problem, you know? Yeah, you should never have to feel uncomfortable. It, yeah, like, I, it's so uncomfortable. Like, I felt like shit. I felt so, like, humiliated and just, like, embarrassed and, and hurt. I was like, what the fuck? So my instinct is, like, And the fuck. fact that he didn't have your back. Yeah, I feel like at the time he was, like, trying to tell me it wasn't even, he didn't mean it that way. Like, it's not even that racist. Of or, course, to them. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. Looking back, I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. regrets then. I literally like looked up before this. I was like, what's the statute of limitations for assault and battery? <laughs> it's two years in California, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, that's my story. But Honestly, yeah. It's no, just no, like no regrets, funny. It's right? funny looking back. Like, who cares? I mean, no, it's probably not the right way to go about the situation. It's definitely not because you don't know what guy has been waiting for the opportunity 
to hit a to woman. hit a girl. Yeah, you know, guys love to talk about equal rights, equal left, or whatever. They can't wait. I've literally seen videos of a girl just like barely hit a guy or slap him or whatever, and then the guy just start wailing on a girl. And people in the comments are like, "Well, that's what she gets." Like, "Oh, I'm gonna raise my son, and no, no girl can lay hands on you, or he could do whatever he wants." Like, there is a way to handle a situation. Like, men can easily overpower women. Yeah, you know. Not every single woman, but, like, in all the videos I've seen or, like, me specifically, like, I'm fucking five, two and a half, okay? No, it's, like, (laughs) this is such a bad comparison, but look at the way, like, a big dog, like a Rottweiler, would treat, like, a little Chihuahua. If a Chihuahua's coming at the Rottweiler, the Rottweiler's not going to tear it apart, usually. Yeah. Unless it's a bad seed. But it's probably just going to give it a little, like... Yeah. Get like, away from me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, that's a good example is like a Rottweiler could tear up the little Chihuahua, the little Yorkie, whatever it is. Yeah. But th- that would be like excessive use of force. Like they didn't, yeah. ha- they didn't have to didn't do have all to, that. Exactly. Like they could have easily just swatted it away. So same thing yeah. flies, but that's why I don't recommend ever laying hands on a man. Cause you have no idea what is their fucking yeah. weirdo, the way their brain's set up. Like they yeah. could be waiting, they could be waiting and you don't want to be on the other end of that. So yeah, don't recommend that. So I was lucky. That's crazy. I still can't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. That is all the stories. Yeah. Fuck that shit. You could catch these motherfucking hands all day, baby. Um. Yeah, but no, I would feel just like so disappointed though if my man didn't back me up. You know. Yeah, like I was young, so like back then like I didn't even know how to process everything I didn't know how to like put words to like what I was going through I just knew I felt like upset you know um okay so I have a clip that's really good it is from the we are man enough podcast April tagged me on TikTok the other day it's a podcast I guess it's like two or three guys and like a girl or something I don't know Mm -hmm. but this video specifically is one of the guy hosts and um, I feel like I've heard women say similar points, but he said it really good. He said it right, and it was, like, perfect for the moment. Let's you can play it. Yes. Nice. Do straight men even like women? I've been hearing this conversation a lot lately, and I have a very interesting plot twist on the story, so hear me out. So to explain the concept, it's basically the idea that we straight men only like the fact that we can do the physical thing with women, or if we're married, then they can cook or clean or take care of the kids. The theory is that maybe we don't actually like talking to women, and if it wasn't for the things that they do for us or what we can get from them, then we wouldn't actually even be their friends. So here's my response to that. It's not that straight men don't like women, it's that most of us don't understand anything about them, and because we live in a patriarchal society, we weren't even taught about the necessity of understanding women. Think about it, whether it's our careers, our governments, or even the school system, we've been taught that life is about how much money you can make, your ability to dominate over others, and attaining the things that build your legacy in this world. Money, power, and respect. So if a woman is talking about her heart or her feelings or the flow of life, then a lot of men process that as a bunch of chaotic, all over the place babble. This is because we live in a society that has taught us that life isn't about the meaning or the essence of things, but it's about every individual's abilities to extract the most value out of whatever it is that they're using. So to men, video games and watching sports feels like it serves a purpose because it's like a training ground to compete in this dog-eat-dog world. But listening to a woman express the importance of open-hearted communication doesn't feel like it serves a purpose because it doesn't lead directly to money, power, and respect. But it does serve a purpose. We must learn as a society that living in a world that doesn't value empathy, communication, and compassion inevitably leads to self-destruction. So it's not just that men don't like women. It's that we live in a system that doesn't value the feminine at all. And so the only way to help men as individuals is to actually do the work to fix society as a whole. And that will take all of us. I love you. 
Oh. <laughs> Damn, that's good. And yeah. that actually just uh, reminds me the end there when he talks about like they have to do the work or whatever. They don't want to do the work. Um, I was watching Rick and Morty last night, the Pickle Rick episode where he like ends up in therapy, you know, at the yeah. end, where, like, yeah. the therapist is telling him, because he's like, oh, like, science, like, therapy's stupid, whatever, like, oh, yeah, all these words just for feelings, like, it's fucking dumb, wasting my time, and mm-hmm. the therapist is like, well, I understand why you would think that, the same way I think brushing my teeth in the morning is boring, or whatever, but, um, it's a task at the end of the day, it's work, it's what you have to do, and it's like, she basically tells Rick, because he's like a fucking narcissist, like, you don't want to do all these mundane things in life that are boring to you because they are boring. But sometimes work is boring and work needs to be done regardless if it's boring or not. And that reminds me of, like, what he's saying a lot of times with, like, empathy or, like, understanding your feelings and emotional intelligence. A lot of guys, like, first of all, they don't value it. But it's just boring to them. It's work. It's too much hard work for them to do that. And they would rather but it's, do something more yeah. exciting. That's not even, I feel like it's not about the work. Because like, like he said, this guy said, you know, men are used to having to put in the work for things that will like lead them to success, yeah. money, respect. But it's the fact that they don't think that there is something at the end of that work. Like that, that's yeah, gonna they be don't worth see something. the value in like learning to express themselves or put yeah. a label to their emotions and what they're feeling. Because it's like, okay, becoming emotionally intelligent, like what is, where does that get you? Which, I mean, yeah. <laughs> gets you a lot of places. It makes you a good leader. It makes you a good friend. It makes you a good partner. I mean, it makes you just smarter, more yeah. intelligent. Parent. Everything, husband. everything. Like all the interpersonal relationships that make you a good person, that make you likable, you know? That's all due to emotional intelligence, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely society's fault. And it's like, I mean, who do you blame when it's like all society's fault? Is I mean, do you blame the individuals? Do you blame society as a whole? I mean, patriarchy. we are. It's like we are the individuals. Like someone has to hold or be it's held patriarchy. accountable. I know that's why, because the way we're socialized under patriarchy just automatically is going to undervalue anything feminine. Yeah. So like teaching. Um, nannying, um, therapy, therapy, even, well, not therapy. Well, I'm talking about like jobs that are like technically feminine and like, are yeah. Oh, they're undervalued. Only you know? fans. <laughs> Only fans. What? What do you mean? They're not under, you said under, undervalued or underpaid? Undervalued, like underpaid, undervalued. Well, okay. I'm saying undervalued. Oh, like not respected. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, like, not respected. Yeah, sex work is not respected at all, even though it's, like, so much money goes into that. Like, somebody's consuming, obviously, and it's needed. And it's been, it's, like, the oldest job, I think, ever Yeah, is sex work. Yeah, and it's so undervalued. It's not appreciated. But, yeah, I think more empathy would just heal so many problems. But, yeah. Oh, it's messed up. It's crazy that, like, we have to explain how do we get to this outcome that is going to add value to your life. That we have to explain that. Like, that you can't just have empathy just because empathy is a good thing is wild to me. Because that should come natural to you as a human. But, yeah. I don't know. Men need to step up their game with these things. Mm-hmm. Just some, uh, something to make your thoughts flow. 
And then there was another TikTok that I wanted to talk about. I don't have the sound for it, but basically it was like from a podcast. Uh, podcast. It looked like this dude's talking with this lady. I don't know if she was his wife or not. And they're talking about the whole putting the seat down, leaving it up oh. debate. Yeah. Where he was getting so technical where he was like, well, if per your request, I have to put the seat up and then put it back down, that's two seat repetitions per urinary event, like blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> If you <laughs> go sense. in there and I leave the seat up, then you can just sit down and pee and leave. So that's zero repetitions per urinary event. But first of all, it was talking about like, the 50-50 man. And, like, I forgot what Yeah, because the girl that stitched it. Yeah. She brought up, like, if you deal with a man that's like this, like, a guy that's very 50-50, very, like, let's be, uh, like, equality, like, down to the fucking toilet seat repetitions, like, movements, Where they're whatever. like, you want to be a feminist? I'll show you feminism. Yeah, I'll exactly. show you equal. <laughs> that's the same guy, the equal, ri- equal rights, equal left guy. Equal this- rights, equal left? Oh, equal equal rights, equal lefts. Like when I was talking about guys, I can't wait to swing yeah, on a yeah. girl. When they say that, it's like you want equal rights, well then equal lefts. Oh, that's the, oh god, that's so dark. Yeah, like one two, like they'll suck you. Oh my that's god, what that means you've never. Oh my god, I've seen guys no. say that under all those videos. If you see a guy hitting a girl, it's gonna be like fifty guys, like equal rights, equal lefts. What the fuck? Equal how does rights, that even lefts. equate? Like how does what? Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. Oh my god. But basically, those are all the same guy. The guy that's arguing about the toilet seat repetition, the fifty-fifty Vemo requesting you for freaking thirty dollars for something. Somebody asks you to put the toilet seat down, like, dude, and like that's the crazy. So that you don't fall in in the middle of the night or, like, come on, that's yeah, so stupid. And yeah, like just to be counting the amount of flips, and I'm so passionate about this. Like you know, and all my friends know, I talk about this all the time. <laughs> toilet seat just needs to go all the way down, bro. Like germs, that backsplash, like it's going everywhere. I've seen videos with the freaking blacklight, yeah, where you see the piss just flying everywhere, like on the shower curtain, like on the back wall, all over the fucking ground, under the toilet, the freaking toothbrushes on the counter, like that Ugh. shit, like Mike at micro levels is splashing everywhere. Just put it down. You'll both be happy. You both have to lift it up, but put it back down yeah. before you flush. All day, like all the time. And like, I wonder if these equal rights, equal lefts, or what the 50 50 guy that the one that, from the TikTok, I wonder if he's cleaning that bathroom 50% of the time. Exactly. Because if he's not, then he needs to just like, shut the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because that's gross. Like, that's just, there's so many germs and just, ugh. Yeah. I'm also okay. an advocate for just sit down to pee, bro. Yeah. It's not like it's more hygienic. Like, come on, it's like I your don't home. see the like, issue with just. Why wouldn't you want your down? home to be clean and spotless? You and sit down to shit. Like, why wouldn't you want your like lady to feel like safe and like you know just yeah? So if a guy's ever arguing with you about dumb shit like the fucking toilet seat cover, just get out of there. That's gonna be a headache dealing with them forever. They're gonna argue with you about dumb shit, and that's just gonna rot your brain. To be honest, I couldn't sit there and argue about that all day. Just put the toilet seat down. So, yeah. Sit down to pee. Germs. The lid is there for a reason. So, oh, (laughs) one last thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here and wrap this up because I keep putting it off. This article came out earlier this year 
Um, 22-year-old pleads guilty to plotting a mass shooting to kill 3,000 women at a university. So, incels are not a joke, okay? Oh, my God. Like... Wait, how is he planning to kill 3,000 women and not men? I have no idea. It's stupid. So, a press release from the U.S. Department of Justice said Genko, G-E-N-C-O, had profiles on popular incel websites and made hundreds of posts from July 2019 to March 2020, Parker said. In one post, Genko described spraying women and couples with orange juice in a water gun. He referred to women as foids, short for femoids, which are common insult terms for women. Phenoids. Femoids. The fuck is that? Foids, femoids. It's a common insult term for women, apparently. Femoids. You learn something new every day. It sounds like an alien. I know. Okay. <laughs> when he first began posting on the website, Genko was attending Army basic training in Georgia. He was discharged for entry-level performance and conduct in December 2019. Reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. If Weird. you get kicked out of the Army, like, mm, red flag, yeah. red flag, red flag. That means you can't just fucking stay in line. Which, you know, whatever. A month <laughs> after being discharged, Genko scouted out a university in Ohio on January 15, 2020, in preparation for a mass shooting. Parker said officials did not clarify which university it was. The same day, Parker said Genko searched online for topics that included planning a shooting crime and when does preparing for a crime become an attempt. Deputies with the oh, Highland no. County Sheriff's Office were called to Genko's home in March 2020 for a domestic issue between him and his mother. According to DET, Detective <laughs> Vinny Antonor, that's when deputies noticed weapons and body armor that just looked out of place and prompted a further investigation. So it basically, they went there because some like domestic dispute with his mom. And yeah. then they found all these guns with like um, bump stocks attached and modified all this shit. And they found his manifesto when she wrote about killing women. And he quote, wrote a manifesto. Yeah, about killing women out of hatred, jealousy, and revenge. Interesting. Um, jealousy. And the investigation revealed when he wrote his manifesto, manifesto, he searched online for sororities and a university in Ohio. Oh, shit. He also wrote that he believed his extremely empowering action of killing women would compare to that of Elliot Roger, who killed six people and injured 14 more at a California sorority house in 2014. And he, that guy also had used a water gun prior to his thing to shoot orange juice at students. Orange juice? So this guy's just like a fucking copycat, basically. Oh, God. And they found the note that said that he had planned or hoped to kill 3,000 women. So I don't think he had like a legitimate oh, plan, shit. but like he, that was his goal his plan yeah. yeah so that's psychotic and there's been articles about just like the cia or fbi or whatever having to keep a closer eye on incels and just incels being God. increasing domestic terrorist threat yeah so it's crazy that like killing women like especially like in instances like this is not considered a hate crime yet i saw a video of this girl saying that bitch whore and cunt should be considered slurs I kind of agree. And I know it sounds crazy right now, but, like, I, I don't think violence against women is taken seriously enough or condemned enough. I think it should be, there should be hate crimes for Wait, killing so women like this. There's, it's not considered a hate crime, killing a woman? Not, like, no. Like, you know how, like, you can hate crime, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. races and stuff, right, right, right. but not for women. It's, it's just, just like, oh, what incel killed all these women. That's a hate crime. I don't, I don't think they're technically considered hate crimes. I don't know. Let's look it up. 
I don't know, but that's terrifying. The amount of incels out there. Ugh. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I care, but we can look. You need a criminal offense and a biased motivation. So I don't know. I'll look into it, but I, it's not taken seriously enough. And I just I do hate seeing men, all women, bitches or whores or cunts or whatever, like. It really rubs me the wrong way, and no, they I shouldn't mean, say right. it. And I hate when guys or girls are like, well, you say... I had a one girl one time in my comments when I was talking about men, talking about, like, oh, like, feminists, but you're calling women bitches. Like, girls, suck my dick. Like, I'll say bitches all day. What do you mean? That's not the same fucking thing. It's not the same. It doesn't Don't carry the same play, way. right. Like, what? Don't play with me. Yeah. Ew, no. It's like, when a man says it, it feels like... An attack. It, I don't Get know. Away. It just feels gross. It feels yeah. like... There's so many just, like underlying things going on yeah when we say it it's just like what's that bitch like hey bitch or like that girl's a bitch it's just like it doesn't carry the same weight it doesn't carry the same weight at all yeah it's just like when guys say females it's like you just want to say bitch i know you want to say bitch <laughs> yeah because and Weird. yeah that's true because they know that that women don't like to be called female yeah because it's not the right way to call women women it's not female is to talk about like insects and animals or well, not Whatever. even that. It's like you can attach it to a different word. Well, like yeah, that's what. Yeah, female, female is an adjective. It's an adjective. It's not a noun. Yeah. Unless you're talking about a bug, like non-humans, like a human, a female human is a woman. A female cow would be. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, there's a word for that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a, it's a descriptor. It's not a fucking noun. So just stop it. A bunch of psychos out here. Oh my god. A bunch of them. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Thank you so much, everybody, for your submissions. And I'm so happy that all the people in those shitty situations got out. And I'm happy for me for stalking that guy. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And uh yeah, don't don't be a stalker. Uh <laughs> <laughs> don't egg on stalkers like yeah don't date psychos just be careful out there and i'm always remind you guys i feel like i say this every time don't ever post where you're at until you leave that's very true okay you think people aren't watching they're freaking watching that's what i'm saying you never know you could have a secret yeah. stalker that you don't know about so just be careful out there um yeah We'll see you guys next time. You can follow me on Instagram, Simpin After Dark, um, Ash underscore Friday underscore. Also, Simpin After Dark on TikTok and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at April Directs. And then you can follow uh, our studio at Wild 7 Studios. Shout out to Wild 7 Studios yeah. for hosting Simpin After Dark. Exciting times. Keep up with all of our projects. We have so many things in the works. We also. I don't know if I can announce this yet, but fuck it. We're working on another podcast. Oh, I've been talking about it. Okay. <laughs> Amigas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. It's not out yet, but maybe. I just keep in telling. The next couple of weeks, I think. You guys keep be. an eye out. That's what I keep saying. Yes. Keep an eye out. That's going to be a fun one. We're going to be talking about our experiences working on our telenovela web series that came out last summer. And it's going to be a good time. And Ashley's, you know, co hosting that with me and Alexa from Nightshade. Yes. Keep an eye out and love you guys. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.